Well, one thing's for sure. You picked the wrong Prince Charming. Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You buy homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? <laughs> what makes him happy? Uh, Not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Jason Bowers. Oh, I think you cut out there, Kurt, but we heard the hellos or we saw them. We saw them. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I said hello. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. Hello. Hello. Good, good, good. Yes. Yes. Well, she's back. Tracy Nelson. Uh, (laughs) There are several people this week that you could have said that about. Because Tracy's back in the movie. We've got a uh, former Hallmark Channel star back in the news. I mean, heck, even revisiting a Vivica Fox movie, she's back. Right. Right. But now, this, this movie was so dumb. Oh, yeah. Now, I got to tell you, <laughs> I got to I got to tell you, someone picked the wrong acting coach for this movie. So the same well, one I they've had the for all their other movies? She was as a sidekick. <laughs> And and I and I thought this was an older movie. No, this is from 2021. Yeah, it, it was from May. One. Came out in May. Yeah, and and how do we miss this? I don't know. I was I actually know. asking myself that too because it, it really does sort of just scream everything we would want out of a stupid uh, Hallmark movie. And what this actually, I mean, Lifetime movie, rather, this actually proves my theory uh, that you could take any Lifetime or Hallmark movie and use them in the other's universe with just uh, enough tweaking to the script. Because this, the Prince, this Prince shit, this is like Hallmark territory, not Lifetime. Well, and that's what makes me think I wonder if this is shade. I th- shade mm. or maybe home. Well, what's really interesting. interesting. So as I was watching uh, this movie, a uh, uh, what is it called again? <laughs> the wrong person driving. As I'm watching it, uh, my friend Brad was watching with me once again. And we were commenting on the attractiveness of the male lead. And he kind of you know, snark that, oh, I bet we have a lot of friends on social media in common, meaning like, oh, maybe he plays for our team. Looks him up. Mm -hmm. We do have friends. And then he showed me him. I was like, oh, I actually know who he is because he is a bartender at one of the gay bars. Oh, really? Yes. And I texted my friend to to ask my friend that works uh, with him and said he's straight, but he's really, really nice. I won't. I won't say which bar, but have I been to this bar yes, with I, you? I've been. Yes, we've been there together. <laughs> we've talked about it on this podcast. Okay. Okay. So I know where it is. All right. I'm not sure you is do. Is he still working there? Yeah. He, Actually, he does. He does still work there. Or? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But also, yeah. while while looking him up, I don't know if you noticed what the credit that he had right before this movie. He was in. 
a a Hallmark movie called A Royal <laughs> Christmas Engagement that came out just about six months before this one and also is a prince named Edward. Didn't we see a royal engagement? Really? Didn't we watch it? We did not. I looked it up in my did notes. It, we, we watched some other royal okay. woman, not uh, royal Christmas engagement. No. No. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, Interesting. So maybe it was some kind of. And uh, he is British. Referential thing. I did, I did IMDb. I did IMDb that. He is British. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's putting on the American accent yes. in this, this movie. But he does have the yes. British one for more of it than he does okay. the American one. And that, and when you say that, okay, the American one actually wasn't that good. The British one was made way more convincing. That's why. Well, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Well, okay. we, we've we got a lot. This, is, this movie was layered. I know, it is. Yeah. And at first, I was going to make fun of his British accent, and then I, I am to beat it, thought. and I'm like, oh, wait, he is British. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, the American accent was like, yeah, but it was, it was what? Kurt? This movie was still so dumb. Oh, it Even was. Even though very now we look dumb. at it, it's very layered. The movie it, was dumb. The people in it were dumb. By, I mean, by, this lawyer woman was. Like, what were these people thinking? By Lifetime and Hallmark standards, <laughs> it was especially dumb because there's dumb, but like they know it and they know it's crazy and they lean into it. Right. This one didn't really know it was dumb. Didn't this even really didn't know, know it was crazy. Dumb. No. Yeah. And, and, it, and it bordered on an HR issue, which we'll get into. <laughs> yeah, actually. Was, absolutely. I wouldn't even say it bordered issues. on one. It was a clear HR violation on Vivica's part. Seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody knew what they were doing in this movie. <laughs> Nobody. Because this is basically. It, it was an like, insult to all professions represented. This is this is basically like hoe yourself out for a thirty million dollar deal. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it because just yeah. Uh, but before we get into it, do we have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The black China report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. All right, this is from rollingout.com. What the hell is rollingout.com? That's what it's called. Okay. It's rollingout.com. That's real. So get ready for some comedy because Rob Kardashian's domestic abuse case against Black China continues. Uh, Black China's uncontrollable temper may land her in trouble if Rob Kardashian has his way. Kardashian filed new court papers this week to support his domestic violence lawsuit against his former girlfriend and mother of his four-year-old daughter, Dream Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's younger brother initially sued Black China in September 2017, alleging that she violently attacked him on December 14, 2016, inside a home they shared that belonged to his sister, Kylie Jenner. According to new documents obtained by the news outlet KTTV, Black China, whose real name is Angela Renee White, is quite a force to be reckoned with. China has never re- refuted the key evidence supporting Rob's cha- uh, claims, in particular the sworn statements of multiple third-party witnesses who each independently confirmed that China violently attacked Rob in 2016, pointed a gun at his head, threatened to kill him, ripped his shirt, beat him about the face and neck with their fists, and destroyed property inside the home they shared, the court document read. Rob Kardashian's lawyer also took aim at her uh, aim at the model and reality TV star's defense, where she claimed she simply was being very outgoing. 
her very outgoing, colorful, and joking <laughs> self with Rob when she threatened to kill him and then physically attacked him. Pointing a, <laughs> pointing a gun at another person's head while threatening to kill him, followed by acts of strangulation and physical assault with a metal pole and fist, is not a joking matter, Kardashian's attorney stated in the court document. Black China previously filed a motion to dismiss Kardashian's case, but a judge denied the motion in September 2020. In May, China's attorney filed a renewed motion for the case to be dismissed. A hearing on China's renewed motion for dismissal of Kardashian's lawsuit is scheduled to be held on October 12th. Hey, that's when okay, I got my question. second vaccine, too, October 12th. It'll be quite a day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, question. Go ahead. I need to clarify something, you too. <laughs> now, when we were first listening to what Black China allegedly attacked him with, I thought it was a phone cord. I, I was actually going to comment on that, too, because I feel like I guess, every time yeah. we, uh, we visit this this story about Black China, the list of uh, allegations <laughs> gets longer and more violent. Like, I, I, I feel like the next gun. time you do a story, yeah, it's going to be like, and she slices his head off with a machete. And- yeah, I mean, because I could have sworn when we were talking about this last year, it was like a, it was a, an iPhone cord or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow iPhones don't have cords. Oh, when you plug them in. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you, when they said he, he, it was a metal pole was involved, do you think it was a stripper pole? Because didn't she strip at one point? Yeah, yeah. could have been. I'm wrong about that. No, she stripped. No, that's how she got her start. But, I mean, yeah, it could so have been, been as that. simple as a selfie stick, too. Right. Like, we don't True. Know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it could have been that. True. True. <clears throat> I don't know. So many, so many, once again, layers. It's just layer. That's the theme so far. And you know, Black China, if you want to come and discuss this with, with us and set the record straight, you are more than welcome on this show. Yeah, I agree. Because we are Team China. We are Team Black yeah, you China. You have to at this point. Uh, and, you know, yes. I, I feel a little let down. You couldn't serve on the jury. I didn't know what she's wearing. But my mood's about to change because now she's now I'm going to so take two. She's back. Do we have a Lori Lachlan report? And now it's time for the Lachlan report. Here's me, Jason Bowers. So this is kind of a big deal. Uh, Lori Lachlan is making a return to acting for the first time since the whole big college admission scandal. I remember when that happened, she got fired from Hallmark. She got hired, uh, fired from Fuller House. Uh, so she's going to be reprising her role as Abigail on uh, what was the Hallmark Channel series, When Calls the Heart, the spinoff show, When Hope Calls. So I guess uh, they spun this show off while Lori, Lori was in jail, and uh, the spinoff was on one of Hallmark's uh, streaming channels. They've decided they don't want the show anymore, so they have sold the show to another network, which is uh, GAC Family. Which is uh, the Great American Country the Network hell is family? That? Yeah, some sort of country, uh, you know, like down home. Is that something you know. new? Uh, I guess it was like one of those digital God. channels, and now they're trying oh, to expand no. their footprint. So get this: the guy, they just hired the, uh, or I think the guy that owns the channel and just bought them is the guy that used to be in charge at Hallmark Channel. So kind of shaped Hallmark Channel oh. into what it's been. So he uh, like bought this show from Hallmark, and he's getting Lori Lachlan. 
and he is even going after Christmas programming this fall. And they're doing some special with Debbie Matinopoulos and Cameron Matheson, who both used to host Home and Family on Hallmark Channel. So they're basically getting everybody who was fired or, oh. or you know. So, so I guess this is like the alternative to the Zeus Network. I, I get what well, if, if Zeus is to oxygen uh, what... Uh, GAC family is to Hallmark, then yes. Yes. Because Zeus is primarily people of color. Because I don't, I, I have a feeling there won't be many people of color on this channel. If it's the former guy, oh. Yeah, I mean, basically yeah. all their hires have basically said, hey, everyone, it's all white. I mean, all right. Oh, is right. that what they're doing? And. Uh, oh, with, that, with this channel? If it's well, the former head of the network at Hallmark? Well, I was wondering, because according to this article I have in front of me, it says that uh, Lachlan was was edited completely out of final episodes of that show. Mm -hmm. Hallmark was edited around. Hallmark can't. But now she's moving on. Yeah, now she's moving on. So people who were like late late canceled, if you were kind of like lightly canceled, you can work on this new network, streaming network, I guess. Well, I mean, first of all, it's a new network. So they need people. Mm -hmm. They need, like, right. names. They need a draw. And they need yeah. buzz. They need somebody to talk about them. Like, had you ever heard of this network before? No, but here we are talking about them. Never. Right. right. And, you know, if she wants to get back into acting, that's for now, that's pretty much probably one of the very few opportunities she's getting at the moment. You know, she's she's the she, network's not even mentioned. I'm I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying she's following all the the was, the, the career rehab rules. Right. Yeah, you because know, she's no, like, this article in the AV Club doesn't even mention the new network. It just says she's got a new spinoff series, When Hope Calls. Yeah, to right. me, because she's not the star of the show. She's only doing like a two episode, like the season premiere. Okay. Wow. It says she had to receive permission from a Boston federal judge to travel to Canada for a filming production project. That's what it is. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. A comeback. Yes. And then her daughter is on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, we've and talked that's about what that. By yeah. the career rehab. Because mm -hmm. you know she's like yeah. oh, she's she's like okay daughters this is going to be a family project. Yeah. You. Go on Dancing with the Stars. You go on The Masked Singer. I'll go back and do this dinky little show, and we'll rehab our images, all of us. Massimo, make some shoes. Is she coming up with this idea? Coming up with what idea? The rehab? <laughs> Is she orchestrating all this? Her and her uh, agent, I'm sure. Got, uh, publicist helping her with this stuff. Yeah, yeah, her PR team. Publicist is probably saying, here's, here's what we need to do. Right. For sure. Um, this is how Nixon came back. But also, I, my prediction, my, my prediction is she'll have some sort of magazine spread within the next few months. Oh yeah, the thing with her though, yeah. and and with, uh, Felicity Huffman as well, is that even though they were sort of made the poster children for this, uh, you know, terrible pattern that's been going on in college admissions since the beginning of time, uh, like even though they were they didn't hurt 
any one person directly in a way where it feels like there's real vindication in canceling them. It's right. not like a Matt Lauer with the door closing behind the woman or whatever, where like, okay, this is justice for her, or like somebody that Bill Cosby may have allegedly slipped pills to or something in justice for her. It's like, there's no one person that immediately directly lost out on a scholarship because Olivia Jade got in. Right. Yeah. Like somebody did, but we don't know. You, right. You're never going to know specifically. Right. Who. Like the, the, the rehab, for, I, I feel like the, the road back to acceptance for her is a lot shorter than it is for uh, Harvey Weinstein. I mean, put it this way. If, if you know, if and when Bill Cosby ever comes back, I'm like, fuck you, there's, Louis C.K., fuck you too. There's a rumor uh, Cosby's going out on tour. I don't, and I don't they're think kicking the tires. I, well, well, it's funny that you. Yeah, I, I, I did hear yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, no, I've heard it, and yeah. like there was a comedy club in Minneapolis that had come back for a while. But like for for Lori, Lori Lachlan or Felicity Huffman, I'm like, eh, you know, you've served your time. You've You've been punished enough. Come back. Yep. Cause, and, and I agree with you, Jason. Yeah, it was wrong, but they didn't, like, scar anyone for life. Right. As, like, the other two I mentioned did. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we got to... Right. And another thing, they didn't threaten anybody's careers. The other two did. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. So, come on home, Lori. All is forgiven. And if you want to come on the podcast and talk about it. <laughs> we should reach we'd out. We'd love to have you. We should Ooh. just start doing their movies because nobody's going to, like, think to watch their movies. So, maybe that, like, that's our in with GAC family. And, and oh, yeah, we need to get into this. Yeah, the ground another level. thing, remember Lori Lachlan? I've been loyal to you because I was watching you when you were Jody Travis on the edge of night. Mm -hmm. And I have a friend who was yeah. on the edge of yeah, night. Really, that is. I have a friend who was on the edge of night who I'm still friends with. And she said that she was like, very, she was like a lovely young lady and she's very nice and she didn't have like diva attitude or anything. Sure. So I was like, oh, okay. Kurt, the, the Edge of Night was a, a soap in the 70s and 80s on ABC. It was a half-hour soap. Yes. So oh. you know how every every soap has their niche, like General Hospital is about the, a hospital and the mob, and it used to be about you know people trying to freeze the world and shit. Uh, One Life to Live <laughs> was about like the publishing world. Uh, all My Children... All my no, children I don't know this. about Pine Valley Hospital, and it talked about like real life issues. And Edge of Night was about detectives. Did you say General Hospital yes. is about the mob? Uh -huh. The king of the mob lives in Port Charles. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, is, is it like the Godfather? It, well, kind of. Like but the king of the, the king of the mob, Sonny Carenthos, just returned to Port Charles because he's had amnesia for about a year. And he's like the head of the mob on the Eastern oh. Seaboard. You know how I know the phrase the Eastern Seaboard? General Hospital. It is a thing, though. It is a real thing. <laughs> and, you know, he just had a meeting with the five families. Yes. Yeah. Really? That's what yes. happens at General Hospital? I never knew that. Yeah. 
the episode yeah. that I was on, I delivered a package to Carly, <laughs> Sonny's wife. Are they, I don't know if they're still married, but Sonny's wife at the time. Well, funny you should ask. Oh, wow. Uh, since they thought that he was dead and needed to protect the mob because his wife Carly was, was is running the mob now. Uh, so so uh, Carly is like a mob princess. Oh. So she married Sonny's best friend, Jason. Jason Quartermain? Well, yes. Okay. That's you, Jason. No, that's you. You know Jason. he's a hitman. No, no, it was you. No, Jason Quartermain. He's one of the he's, delivery man. He's they been just, a, just a just character in General Hospital for like close to forty years. Yes, he's a hitman now. Is Luke Laura is, Luke and Laura is the mayor of Port Charles. Charles? Luke isn't on there anymore. He he left town with Tracy Quartermain. No, Luke left. Not to be confused with right. Tracy Nelson. Les, I think we're on the and, wrong podcast today. Well, I live in And before, before we start talking about the movie, <laughs> I got to tell you, Days of Our Lives is like working on full cylinders. You know why? Check because it. Marlena is possessed by Satan. Okay. Oh, no. Now, that's intense. If you're going to be possessed, man, you get possessed by eyes, Satan. Like, that's yeah. going all the way. You know, it could be like nope. a random demon nope. or something. Satan. Because it's Satan. Because he was in this <laughs> yeah, old man intense. who grabbed Jack Hay's ass, and Jack Hay was like, are you grabbing my ass? And then he jumped into Marlena, because she was possessed <laughs> back in the 90s. I don't think um, Linda Blair was possessed by Satan. It was just another, it was another demon that possessed her, but to be possessed well, by Satan, that's that's a... Uh, that's, that's not good delegating. You know, Satan should get like another demon involved or something. I don't know. What do I well, know? I'm not running a business. No. Satan should delegate he's more. Terror- he should delegate. Yeah. yeah so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But no, he's terrorizing Salem. That's where they all live. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about this movie. The wrong Prince Charming. Like I said, they should call this You Pick the Wrong Acting Coach. Well. One thing's for sure. You picked the wrong Prince Charming. But where's the and park, uh, park ranger? Oh, I've been a park ranger. <laughs> I, right that's here. not possible. Oh, yeah, this trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. That's the park ranger who was the acting coach on this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I love how now, <laughs> literally when, when Vivica utters her line, it's like a close-up now. It's like the lighting is very well done. It's very yeah. laughing almost. Remember like laughing that they had that thing where they would say suck it to me and the camera would like zoom into their face and there'd be a spotlight and like Go-Go's dancing. <laughs> they may as well right. just do that. That's the way they should do it. it, it, it seriously. I like the lighting is extra fabulous, you know. <laughs> So, it's night. We're in Beverly Hills. And we see a guy, and he's just watching TV, minding his own business. And some deranged woman goes walking in his house. And she did look deranged. And she's like, where is he? And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? And she's like, he promised me he would transfer the money. And she, and the guy, once again, is like, who the hell are you? What? What? And then she says, she says, I'll be back. And the guy's like trying to explain, look, I Airbnb'd my house. 
I wasn't here. <laughs> but why didn't he say that to begin with? Because he he's acting like that the, it makes no. He's acting as if it makes no sense that she talked to his other person in the house. He Airbnb'd it. But in his defense, we find out she knows exactly who the person is. Right. So when well, she sees this guy. Stunning in this moment is he then it like he steps closer to try and explain to this deranged person that broke into his house like hey here's the real story I Airbnb the house just like calm down versus like I would still keep my distance because I don't know if she's armed I don't know what she's capable of and also then he th- he's like you know if you don't leave I'm gonna have to call the police like Call them right. now. There's a stranger yeah. in your house. Not that lifetime police. Right. They're not going to do much. Uh, no, they're not. They're going to actually like <laughs> not only not, they're, they're going to shame you for going to them for a crime. For, for, well, she for says, crime. Go, ahead, go ahead and call them. <laughs> that's, that's the thing in this movie. They not only like were lazy, they kind of shamed them. <laughs> Yeah. They always do. It's like they don't want to work. No. No. (laughs) So so then we see Vivica, and she has a new look. She has, like, a businesswoman bob. Yeah. Like a real – like she's a realtor. Yeah. I knew we were in trouble, though, because the the font – for her real estate office look like they they let the intern pick it it doesn't look like real actual design it looks like just a, a swirly font it says davis real estate it was tacky yeah and did you notice that they didn't even have desks they were just sitting at a table and it looked like they were in like a dining room or something well i think that i got confused too because i think that was actually their home because it, it like it cut to a scene where this main character, Anna, young lady uh, who's a lawyer, she's sitting at that giant, giant table. I think that was actually in her home. So I, th- I, have a, I have a theory that kind of combines these two thoughts. I think they filmed this entire movie using one location. It was absurd at some points where you would be in uh, what is the main character's room, like her room at her home, and then, then another scene where the prince is in a hotel and it looks just like her room, but like with a different headboard on the bed. Like, and the... Uh, architecture of this home was very ornate southwestern like very 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 recognizable and it was in every inch of this movie yeah it was confusing yeah i agree with you jason i totally agree because yeah the it all looked yeah because insane. because it blended with the office and the the home her home it just blended i i i thought they were in the same her place her office her home the hotel that, where they were uh, trying to make the deal when they would go to the restaurant they'd be sitting outside at a restaurant it was all at that same estate right right yep i agree uh um, and so, so, so Vivica is, so have we seen, it was it Hannah or Anna? Anna. Anna. So she have, she looked familiar. She looked familiar. Yeah. Jeez, we may have. I can't place her. 
but we've seen her. Maybe in a cheerleader movie or something. Maybe. Oh, that and, sounds right. And she's she's a lawyer, and we find out from Vivica that uh, they, the real estate office, because she is a realtor, actually, uh, or was it commercial real estate? Commercial. I was trying to figure that one out. Commercial. Okay. So she, so Vivica in Bridget is her name informs uh, Anna that they have been contacted by the principality of Devonshire <laughs> and they want the, the prince wants to develop uh, what was he wanted to develop something and Anna the was Beverly like, Ritz hotel the prince. Yeah. And it was like, he's a prince? And then Vivica's like, that's why they call it a principality. Oh boy. That's when I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> so, so then they're at the Beverly Ritz Hotel. And, and from um, the outside, oh, from the front shot, the Ritz Hotel looked like, like almost like a roadside inn. Yeah. From and certain angles, like from the back, it looked pretty good. So they had the outdoor restaurant, but from the front, I was like, "That looks like, that looks like the kind of place you that they charge you fifty cents to go in and use the restroom." <laughs> <laughs> and where they have that coffee, they have got coffee machines. Well, I don't know if it's that bad, but <laughs> right, get some like coffee water. So, so then we meet Heather, uh, Anna's sassy friend. Who looks like Sideshow Bob. (laughs) (laughs) With a haircut. Now, did you notice, because Anna was going after that, she was going to bed. Did you notice that Anna had the lamp that was from a Christmas story that was like a little leg? It wasn't a leg. It looked like that lamp. It kind of, it sort of looked like that. And it did have sort of a... uh, a uh, fringe style shade, but it was not the leg lamp from a Christmas story. That's Although awesome. that would have been an amazing choice. <laughs> I like, thought it was for a second. It looked like Heather was, it looked like she was reading cue cards. Probably someone was. Was hold, someone was holding the scripts. Well, did that. I, I, I was in like a movie, like this, this independent movie and they didn't like, Give me a script ahead of time. So somebody was going <laughs> to, the person was supposed to hold the script in front of their face. And I was going to like read the lines. I, I couldn't do it. I just thought it was so rude. So they they, they held it. On, the guy held it on his chest. So I'm like looking down doing the lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie never came out. Wow. I went to a taping <laughs> of a very later year episode of Roseanne. Like probably the first year I moved out here when like Roseanne was still on from the first run. And uh, I'm assuming she had been doing it a while and wasn't much of an actress anyway. And be the first person to tell you that uh, Roseanne had cue cards to do all oh, her really? scenes. Yeah. Hmm. So she'd be like, and she'd yeah. just be reading. Yeah. That's true. She wasn't much of an actress. I think no. I thought yeah. I thought she was hilarious until she flipped her wig. She could be both hilarious and a nut job. Like those those can overlap. 
the problem was she was posting nutty things for a, a, for some years, but nobody was exactly. nobody's paying any attention to her. Nobody pays and attention sudden, until they realize it's going to affect their pocketbook. No, but then she got then she then they revived the Roseanne show, and she was still writing these crazy things. I was like, uh oh, that's not going to fly, right? Um, oh, so then we meet Prince Edward and his assistant Liam, and they're pre- they're prepared to invest. It was thirty million dollars, right? No, they were investing. They three hundred. Watch this twice because I had to figure out what this business transaction was. They were investing three hundred million, but but to, for them to do that, Vivica's company had to put in thirty million. And like an escrow account, and they wouldn't really explain how this worked. They're like, "Oh, it's a tax write-off." And Liam goes, "Uh, yeah, kind of. Just give us the thirty million, <laughs> you know." <laughs> I don't, I don't know how that's a tax write-off. But, but I don't, I, I don't get it. I, I, I would say no to that deal. My friend Brad, uh, the one that I was watching this with, he, uh, he went to law school, and literally his whole job is like you know, making contracts for employment and stuff like that. So he was getting right. so mad at all the the sort of what the fuck legalese moments in this movie. And he was getting really fired up. And I finally had to like pause the movie and say, Brad, I, I appreciate that you're watching this, but you've got to let go of your belief in the legal system for a little bit. This is not real. It's all made up. It's a lifetime movie. <laughs> Calm down. I love that Brad is all in. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he's watching this movie. <laughs> oh, he remembers that because when I met him, he remembered that. <laughs> he keeps coming back for more. Yep. Glutton for punishment. Oh, so so the deranged woman, <laughs> the deranged woman is like in the restaurant, like scowling at them. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, then, oh, who's, okay. So, so, so then, so they, um, she is like, who said, well, 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 oh, did Vivica say, well, 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 uh, she may have at that point, she was already trying to warm up Anna to this prince. She's like, isn't he handsome? Right. Right. And you better be nice to him. Yeah, Vivica wa- was laying the groundwork to essentially pimp out Anna to get this deal done. Yes. And I yeah. love it when she told her, you can have fun. <laughs> she yeah, did exactly. actually yeah. say that. <laughs> She's like, you can have fun. <laughs> Do you remember uh, a couple weeks ago the uh, the Lifetime cheerleader movie, the wrong cheer captain? I think it was the how, which yeah, the how they had all those weird close ups throughout the movie. Like the remember the um the the assistant coach? She would be doing these speeches, and it would just be like a really tight shot of her head. This movie had a lot of those same weird close ups. Maybe that's the thing. Could be. Yeah, there's a character. There's a character Joe, who's uh, sideshow Bob's boyfriend. Uh, he he looked like he filmed a lot of his scenes on Zoom. Maybe you know Joe was hot, by the way. Actually, all the guys in this Joe movie were hot. Oh, so then we see Heather, who who Kirk calls sideshow Bob. Yeah, we can also call Anna, Justin Boring. They're in the bar. They're in the bar. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's after the meeting, they're in the bar, and then the deranged woman walks up to them and is like, he's not what you think. He's not who you think he is. That's me. And then and then she gives like a whole monologue and then get, leaves her card. Mm-hmm. Well, and they, she claims that this prince stole $200,000 from her. Yeah. And to then, Vivica, Vivica tells Anna in this next scene, go home and change, and I'm giving you permission to enjoy yourself. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And this is the and, HR problem. So, yes, this is, this is mm-hmm. HR issue number one. Yeah. So, so then she, Anna goes to meet Prince Edward, and she starts... She starts giving him figures, and he's like, oh, 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 we're not here to talk about work. And then she's like, you know, this. he's like, this meeting should be more than business. And then she's like, her comeback is, well, I've never done business with a prince before. He uses and, the word uh, fly, like fly girl. Fly girl, a fly girl. You know? He did use yeah. that phrase, yes. Fly. Super fly. And then he orders some champagne. And they start drinking champagne. And Mia, the deranged girl, is once again scowling. She'll, Mia did a lot of scowling in this movie. That was kind of all she did. And to right. be fair, she had reason to be angry. Yeah. Yeah. But then, okay, this, but this is the part that I was like, oh, they're really thinking out of the box this lifetime. Because Mia goes to meet her sister, who's black, and we find out they're stepsisters. I don't think we've ever seen this in a... Hmm. It, and they kept on saying, we're stepsisters, and they went out of the way to say that. Mm-hmm. So she's meeting with her stepsister... Her stepsister is looking at her like I was looking at her like, you are deranged. And meanwhile, this should have been another clue that we were in trouble because the prince was in the background lurking, but not in a hoodie, in a baseball cap. No, he was wearing a hoodie. The hoodie may not have been up, but he had a hoodie because he wore it in another scene. Because later we see a hoodie that was not only a hoodie, it was COVID safe. Oh. That's right. We did have a hoodie with a mask at one point. Never, ever, ever explained. <laughs> was, well, that's responsible. Was safe. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I wonder what the stepsister. Also, you what's that? Sister kind of. Well, I don't know. A stepsister is different than a sister. Like, so stepsister, you know, there's some there's some distance. There's some like built in distance there. I, kinda, I think that kind of worked for this. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. I'm sure that the stepsister wasn't as in Mia's life because they, right. they didn't live together probably for part of their lives. And then I have to agree with the stepsister because the, the stepsister is basically saying, how could you be a total idiot and give someone who you didn't even know well $200,000? And my thought was the loving must have been really good for her to fork over $200,000 to a guy that she just met. Well, again, they, they do this then, whole thing um, with the uh, with the, the escrow account 
where you're not in their mind, they're not actually giving away their money. They're investing and, and see that they're going to get more money back. But you know that old you know that 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 old Bell Bib DeVoe song, Never Trust a Big Butt and a Smile. Never trust a British accent and a smile, you know? <laughs> well And I know. Are you trying to tell us something about your marriage, Les? Are you the right person to give uh, us that advice? <laughs> Thank you. Chris. Oh, my marriage is fine. But still, he <laughs> like But the fact is <laughs> she she <laughs> basically forked over this money in like from what the sister from what I gathering from the sister, it was a very short time. Mm-hmm. This prince and then drama. and then she got mad when her sister paid for the drinks. And then but then we find out that the that when she goes to pay for it, the bartender's like, oh, this has already been paid for, and the prince paid for their drink. And then the prince is going and hitting on the stepsister and he makes a joke that was just on the edge that I thought was funny when, cause he's like, cause she's like, Oh, me is my sister. And then she's like my stepsister. And he's like, Oh, I thought you were identical twins. (laughs) 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 It was like the joke was just right on the edge. Was right there, so close. <laughs> but then you know he's he's pumping her for information, and she's giving him the information because, like I said, never trust a British accent and a smile. She's just like giving him all the juice. Well, I do know women who they have a weak spot for this for these accents. Oh yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, yeah. What's, was he using the accent at this point, or was he speaking with an American accent? Oh. I think he may have been using the American accent. Yeah, I, I, I bet he was, because it, like, it, it dawned on me just now that if you were using the British accent and hitting up the stepsister, she'd be a fucking moron if she didn't immediately say, like, wait, my sister was swindled by a guy with a British accent. I probably shouldn't listen to you. Well, right. Well, yeah. did they have British? It sounded like they were ac- accent experts, though. So, did they? I wonder what. I bet he. Tr- I bet he turned on the American accent for this scene. I don't remember, but I bet he did. Probably. Probably. And, and then you know he really hits on this. He really lays it on thick too. Yeah, but it was all <laughs> under the guise of you know, or, or that was to get information. Right. And, and so then we see Anna. She's doing Google searches. And then... Um, uh, so then we see the Ritz Hotel. And then we see both of... We see Liam, who's supposed to be the assistant, and uh, the prince talking, and they're both American. And Liam's from New York, Judging by the accent, or he made an attempt to be from New York. <laughs> and, um, and Liam is like, oh, because uh, Edward was still using the British accent, and Liam's like, why are you still using that stupid accent? And then uh, Edward's like, because I like it, actually. Because I like it. What accent and is then, that? Right. 
and then he was talking about how the champagne was gross. Champagne is gross. But then the next day, Anna comes into work and we have HR violation number two. Because mm-hmm. then the boss, Vivica is like, so how was it? I want details. And when Anna said nothing happened, the boss was like, damn. It was, it was, like, it happen. It was like Vivica was horny by proxy. She was. Yes. Yeah, she had a, a clitoral erection for this situation. <laughs> and she had, you know, <laughs> she, <laughs> she wanted all the juicy details. I don't want to go to work and have my, have my you know, employee, employer asking me for juicy details. I don't want to go to work and have anyone say the words clitoral erection. I know, I'll right? What, I'll tell you what, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> so then get this Vivica tells her I want this deal you need to get this deal and I don't care what you need to do to get it yeah HR it's it's not clear to Vivica that didn't Vivica get the script and say why am I dumb in this script <laughs> like what what I'm, I'm just going to give 30 million dollars in this 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 escrow account to these people we just met and not just apparently- dumb enough to yeah. give 30 million dollars but she's a a uh re- a, a commercial real estate person who's been in the business long enough that has built up her business it's talked about how much she's built it up over the years and suddenly now she doesn't know what the fuck is going on right Right. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand this business deal unless I'm missing something. I racked my brain on this. It's basically um, a pyramid scheme. Right. Uh, like well, I, like Lula Rich. Have you guys seen Lula Rich yet? I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. No. What's that? Is somebody getting ripped off? See, I wouldn't fall for it. It's a documentary about a pyramid scheme. That's well, still operating, by the way. Yes. Oh, great. But it's it, but but the, but the it has to do with leggings though. But how is it still operating? People don't do like a tiny bit of research. They, as as there's like a show about it. People do not do a tiny bit of research. That's how they get sucked into these things. But also, there are lo- legal loopholes that allow these uh, uh, tier what are they called tiered marketing that allow these pyramid schemes to exist uh, by by skirting certain laws. It's only it's worth the watch. It's only four episodes as well. Poor people. I could see it. I could see how somebody could get sucked into a, a Bernie. What was the guy's name? Was there's a big pyramid scheme guy? Oh, Bernie Madoff. Yeah, Bernie Madoff. Mm-hmm. I could, I could see because he presents himself as you know it's an investment company, so people invest and they don't know it's a whole pyramid scheme. But this thing described in this movie is ridiculous. Oh, so so Anna, we find out Anna has never been overseas. And she didn't have this happy childhood either. And she said her dad owned a sub shop. And then Prince Edward asks, oh, he had a submarine? And she's like, no, sandwiches. Yeah. And... And, and she then, kept talking about him in past tense because he was not alive. I see dead people. Well, what happened and was the he, guy was making meatball subs, and then the, the 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 government 
they closed the shop, eminent domain. They took it. They had to put like a highway through it or something like that. And then he died of a heart attack. She blames the heart attack on them closing the shop. What about all that red meat? True. True. And she said a lawyer could have saved him, and that's why she's a lawyer. Genetics. You know, a lot of things contribute to this. Anyway, that's your medical update for today. Well, the prince kisses her. That, like, turns him on. The, the, The sound of the story of her father's death, like, Get, like turns it on, so he yeah. kisses her. Yeah, so much for dad. She had a clitoral erection. <laughs> she did. Right? You never heard that before? I, I've heard it. I just have never heard anyone actually say it. Right? Yeah. Well, like I'm, I know it. I know it's a thing. I know it's real. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to. I just say I'm a little bit about actually, anatomy. I'm trying to manifest that. So as if I keep saying it. it so, so then. <laughs> Anna tells Sideshow Heather Guarini. Sideshow <laughs> 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 Side Guarini. Damn. That that she kissed a prince. And 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 Sideshow Heather Guarini is like, you kissed a prince? And so then Anna's like, well, let's go on a double date. And so they're at they're at the double date, and yes. Both of the guys were hot. And shirtless. Well, the prince is shirtless when he's talking to her on the phone and agreeing to the double date. Yeah. And Kurt, when we were messaging earlier today, Kurt's like something along the lines of they're shirtless too much. And I was like, I disagree. Having seen one of these actors shirtless in person, I completely disagree. Unnecessary. Nope. Kurt, you're wrong. When they're fit, when they're fit, there's never too much. There are never too many shirtless scenes if they look good shirtless. I agree. Never. In fact, we should we should go rewatch a scene right now. Hmm? What'd you say? Sorry about that. I said we should go rewatch a scene right now. Yes, I I think I've told the story before, but I was I was doing extra work and there was a guy sitting at the table, so a bunch of women are sitting at the table too, and the guy had to change his shirt for the scene. So he changes his shirt as slowly as he can. And you can see, like, the guy was ripped. But not one, I just looked around. Not one woman at the table looked, looked up at him. Nobody paid attention to him. Except me, I guess. I was like, well, he chose over. Now, I, did, yep. for a split second, did you think that Liam and Edward had a little thing going for a split second? Mm, no. Well, I did I didn't know why Liam was there. Like, it seemed like Edward could have ran, run this whole scheme himself. Yeah. His character was sort of unnecessary. The trope of having the stepsister was sort of unnecessary. Right. But you need a buddy because he, you know, just for the, for the sake of a movie, you have to have somebody to be doing dialogue with. He can't be sitting there talking to himself. So, and that's probably why he was there then. He yeah. For that purpose. Right. Oh, so, so they're at dinner. And then Heather's like, do you really know Elton John? Did he wear sunglasses? This and, is where I think, because they were asking if he knew different celebrities. This is where I think they should have had some obscure celebrities. Like, did you really, have you met Gabe Kaplan? Really? Right. <laughs> really? You met Lonnie Anderson? 
What was she like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so then they start talking about cars. Or uh, what's his name? John or Joe? Joe's the hot boyfriend. Yeah, Joe. It's Joe. So Joe and Edward are talking about cars. And then all of a sudden, Heather, Heather Guarini, sideshow Heather Guarini, gets a weird look on her face. And you can tell she knows that something's up. Something's not right. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty lame. It's lame, but it actually was a very good catch. I guess, but there's no reason why he couldn't. Can we say what it is? It's that she's, he is, he's referring to to miles instead of kilometers. And she said, they've got the metric system over there. Well, she's right. She's right, but also it, it, it is and was, by his character, very easily explained away. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's a big and that's a big leap to hear that and think, oh, he's an imposter. She wasn't wrong, though. <laughs> no, I guess she was right. I, I guess so. <laughs> there you go. She proved me wrong on that one. Uh, so then deranged Mia shows up again and he's like, you again? Come on. Crazy. And then I didn't understand. Why didn't Chris he just Edward- kill her off? Well, eventually. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, you know, she's constantly showing up. He he must see her as a threat. What what takes so long to do that? Right. Because hmm. then it's he's busy. like, he's like, well, come up to my room. It's like, you idiot. She goes. Don't you watch Lifetime? You're, you're, you're in the Lifetime family. Don't you know? Even Mia's dumb. But she, but she goes. But well, we also learn his name, Harry, his real name, Harry. Right, with a British accent. Boom. Well, she goes up to the room. And he thinks that he thinks she thinks that she's going to get her money. Like he's got the money in a in a mattress or something like that. It Fixes her a drink. What, what, what are you kidding? And this is like she's unbelievably dumb in the moment where he's fixing a drink because his back is turned to her. Of course, he is slipping something in that drink. Of course, he is. Right. And then she like six, sits down on the bed and she's like, Well, you want to make out? She didn't actually put it like that. She's like, You want to join me on the bed? Like she like resigned herself. That's what I'm telling you. It must have been pretty good for her to like give up her money, and then even though he's blatantly ripped her off, like still want more. Hey, owes her something, man. Right? And and so, so then of course she like you know drinks it and croaks. Well, at first I wasn't sure if she was gonna be dead. Same. Yeah. This movie wasn't very violent. No. For for a Wait, wrong I'm... for a wrong movie, it was pretty lacking in violence. Yes, I need blood and video cameras. Definitely needed some video cameras. There was some chloroform. Right. Yeah, there's, been a, there's been a dearth of those cameras. The last couple of lifetime movies we saw, I don't think they had any hidden cameras. Hmm. And chloroform. We haven't seen that in a while. Must be using them in a different production. So so maybe so they feel it's see... not COVID safe to be putting a, a rag with just like oh, right under someone's nose. That's yeah. true. Like putting your hands in their face. 
probably yeah, you yeah. Can, yeah yeah you could catch something like legitimately that you know because they have those like uh intimacy coordinators like if you're gonna do a kiss or something like that they have to like map it all out make sure like they when you're doing a kiss right now you have to have gotten a, a covid test like the same day coming back negative and they have this like super super hardcore like listerine that they have to swish in their mouth for two Ooh. solid minutes before they allow the kiss Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Now, kill is that for germs? Oh, to kill the germs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Help somebody's breath also. That's, that's good. Well, yeah. There are added benefits for sure. So, so Sideshow, Heather Graney, and Anna are horseback riding. And Sideshow's like, I don't trust him. And then she gives her reason why. Because of you know the metric system, and and then Anna later confronts Edward, and she calls him out, and she basically he basically shows Anna his Wikipedia, where it shows that he went to college in the states. Right, he was a Cornell. <clears throat> right, and then Liam and Edward are once again conspiring shirtless. Because that's well, this how is you thing, inspire. Yeah, this is where things get a little um, suspicious. Because Liam's like, <laughs> Liam's half naked. I don't yes. know why. Did he just come out of the shower? What 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 happened there? Is he hot? Not, like, he is hot. Physically hot. No, no. I mean, hot. is the temperature hot in the room? And he's just. Let's go with that. Yeah. Sure. Right. I think he's got a. Thyroid, like an overactive thyroid. Really, <laughs> really warm. So he has to take his shirt off. And... Oh, poor thing. Yeah, I hope he's okay. So then he's like, we need to deal with Sideshow Heather Gorini. She knows she's too suspicious. Well, they don't say that. That's mean. That'd be funny if they did say that. They say, Sideshow, we got to take care of Sideshow Bob. Don't say that. That's mean. But let's kill her, though. So, so Edward asks Anna out. And then Anna's like, well, I have plans with Heather. And he's like, just cancel your plans with Heather. Come out with me. And then they're basic. And so at this point, they're just basically, the deal's going to happen. They're just waiting for the money to show up in the account. Because they probably hold it for a couple of days. Because of the amount. Correct. That's what, yeah, it goes into an escrow account until they can access it. Mm-hmm. So, so meanwhile, we see Heather. She's going to her car, and we see a a person in a black hoodie and a COVID mask. <laughs> they were COVID compliant. It's in season. A black COVID mask. I'm stalking you, but I am concerned about germs right now. Right. Does this movie take place in a world like, you know, years after COVID, but their people are still wearing the clothes, the COVID clothes they have left over? No point in getting a new mask. I would argue that's the one thing you should get a new one of. Right. Probably, but, you know, people in this movie are dumb. This is true. Or trying to... So the, We're trying to save money. That's so good. the COVID safe guy put a tracker on um, uh, Sideshow's car. Yeah. And so meanwhile, Mia's sister 
goes to the police. And the policeman was not happy that she was there. Because no. this, this meant that he was going to have to do a little work. And he was not happy with that. <laughs> and then the kicker yeah, like break. is he's like, well, maybe she just doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I would bet, like, in, in all honesty, though, if you are a detective and you've got someone coming to you saying, like, hey, I've got this grown adult who I haven't heard from in 12 hours, like, but you know, they have to wait, I think, 48 hours before they report an adult is missing. So if you if you right. come by, hey, I haven't heard from her in 12 hours, they're just like, hey, maybe their phone is off, dumbass. <laughs> but I like the look that he gave her, too. Like, maybe she doesn't want to talk to you. He wasn't wrong. I know I don't. <laughs> and then he was like, or he said she could be on a romantic rendezvous, right? But then he told her he's like, well, romantic rendezvous. He's like, well, she's not a missing kid, so no one's gonna care anyway. It's not a runaway, right? Really encouraging. So then, meanwhile, Edward and Anna are having drinks, and Edward invites Anna to come back to his country with him. Um, and, but then Heather is in the office slash house slash other set slash other set. And she finds out something and she calls, but then Anna ignores the call. And then hoodie gets Heather, but, and, and Anna gives in. And so she's waking up next right. to the prince the next day and goes straight to to get some goes straight to work in the clothes she wore last night. Which she didn't even go home. Which makes so sense because she lives at her yeah. home. She I mean she works at her home. Right. And, and the restaurant I, is her home. It's all it's all the same true, place. Yeah. Just go in the other room and change. Right. And so then Yeah. <laughs> Anybody for going to work the next day in the same clothes because of a situation. Well, the, Vivica that kind of thing. was concerned <laughs> about Sideshow because she, she was like, where have you been, Anna? Sideshow Heather Grainy is missing. And then she's like, where have you been? And then she's like, oh. <laughs> so we had a little, Finally. we had another human resources incident in her concern. I think we can all agree that Vivica well, think, in this movie is problematic. Yes. Yes. I also think Vivica is also the head of human resources at that company. Oh, for sure. And then no, we have a detective come in. We have a detective come in, and it's Detective Tracy Nelson! I was like, Tracy? Where have you been? Very excited. Got a couple problems here with Tracy Nelson. First of all, she needs hair and makeup to do some work on her. Not hair, particularly. Because her hair was kind of like a beehive. Now, I think... I need, like, COVID She hair. shows up... Yeah, COVID hair. I, I think she might show up and say, like, I do my own hair. I my own hair people. Uh, Tracy, let these people do your hair. Because they had the prince. They had his hair... Uh, hair sprayed so hard there was like wind was going on and his hair wasn't 
moving at all. Mm-hmm. So they do do some diligent work here. Let them take care of your is hair. It, is it possible that Tracy was wearing a wig? Could be. Because it, it looked a well, little poofier I, than it, her hair normally looks. Yeah. Well, they got to comb it out. Now, do you think that Tracy shot I don't know all much of about her scenes? Hair. Do you think that she shot all of her scenes in one day? Probably. Given that this movie really truly did feel well, like they filmed all at one days. location, they probably had a very tight schedule. So, so that's just cheap. So, they probably didn't let her have lunch. She probably just show up like after lunch was done. Right? But that's why you bring Probably. in a pro like Tracy Nelson. She can just knock it out. Right? So, so then we find out that Heather's door was wide open, and we find out that Vivica has been doing some gossiping because then Tracy tells Anna, well, I heard you didn't come home last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody. she's getting slut-shamed now. Right, and it's like... She, well, that's right. I'm like, she's a mage. She's a lawyer, so she's got to be, what, like late 20s, early 30s? Yeah, for God's sake. And it's like, Vivica, you were the one that was encouraging her. Was she slut-shaming or was she slut-cheering on? Vivica was slut-cheering on, but Tracy was slut-shaming. Well, yeah. Um, so, so then Tracy, after Tracy embarrasses her with, I hear you didn't come home last night, then Tracy's like, there's nothing I can do to help you. By the way, Tracy's supposed to be a detective. Um, don't those don't police detectives ret- retire kind of early? I I don't. I think, think so. I don't think so. Tracy's no, like, okay. listen. Tracy's like, listen. I need my SAG insurance, so you let me get my hours in. <laughs> God bless her. She's like, look. I need my I need to I need my SAG insurance. So you behave, Kirk. That's I just remember <laughs> cops. Cops would retire. Cops would retire at like forty or something like that. Well, because yeah. a, a lot of times people the, someone retires a cop and then they have a whole other career after that. Mm-hmm. Right, but these are lifetime police. They don't do any work. I, I guess I have to let that go. All right. I'm just being the devil's advocate, and for some reason that you know, I'm the. De- it's like I'm possessed by Satan when Tracy Nelson hops on the screen. Much like my friend getting all advocate. worked up over uh, their their horrible grasp of tax law, <laughs> I, I think you're getting a little too caught up in the right. the real working lives of detectives as it relates to Tracy Nelson. Yeah, so, that's that's it's very, it's very specific niche that I get bothered by. Yeah. Okay, okay. So so confession. It was around this part that I get to the part where Anna goes to yeah. see the stepsister and the stepsisters explaining how much of an idiot her stepsister is, <laughs> and then she tells Anna that Edward's name, his real name, was Harry Blaine, and then. I went out to the car, and I had to finish watching this in the car. I, wa- I wasn't driving. I was parked. What? I was parked, but I watched the end of this in my what? car, so I didn't take notes. Why did you have to go to your car? What? Yeah. yeah what? Uh, 
I'll tell there was a lot going on. I'll tell okay. you later. All right. Well, this uh, all right. uh, okay, okay, okay. This, all this right. it got. See, I mean, the whole movie was a British accent and a smile. <laughs> the whole movie was convoluted, but it, it got yeah, extra right. convoluted here because they never fully explained. But I think we sort of learn that the reason that Harry has been able to get away with this is because he looks just like the real Prince of Devonshire. So, right. in other words, like Anna isn't actually being swindled by the prince. She's being swindled by this other guy that just happens to look like him. But what didn't make sense to me is how would that not been a major news story if this guy was going around swindling people out of hundreds of thousands of dollars, posing as actual royalty that people have allegedly heard of? Right. And I feel cheated out of a split screen scene with the two twins meeting and possibly having a fist fight. Ooh. See, if this were a Hallmark movie, the well, twins, twins would meet. Just kind of look similar, right? It's like a, a Patty Duke situation. It's right. Like, it's like they're they're not uh, identical twins, oh, but, oh, but yeah, you know yeah, they yeah. kind of are. But I love a good I love a good soap opera good twin evil twin fist fight. It's like the movie Dave. Right. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's so looking enough. Anna's like. in the know. And what well, happened? Yeah. So Anna's no, in. Uh, Anna's in the know thanks to Mia's stepsister, who like she didn't want to give info, then she does, and so the sister now is at, has access to Mia's phones. We hear about how Harry convinced Mia to invest <laughs> money. So, and, like as I'm looking at all these news stories about. Uh, like the real Prince of Devonshire, I'm like, you know, Harry and uh, Liam must be really good at like Google SEO writing if none of the stories about them being arrested or whatever are in the news. Right. Well, how about the um, the stepsister called the phone company and she got a new phone. She got her sister's phone with all the information on it. Even Anna was, Anna said, they let you do that? Oh, oh yeah. I was a little surprised See, myself. That's expert snooping. That is expert snooping, Les, yeah. It is. It's good. Yeah, that's she good to know. <laughs> By the way, when Anna checks her email, there's also there's the email that uh, her friend, Sideshow Gordy, sent. But the email below it is from Johnson's Carpet. And it says you can call, call it 818-555-2436. I still paused it. Of course, Kurt. Did you uh, call and <laughs> and schedule a cleaning? I'm going to call them and order some carpeting. Okay. Wall to wall. That's good. So, uh, so then, is this the part? Is this the part? I guess so. Where the cops once again, the lifetime cops show up? Not yet. So Anna runs in now that she's got this news, and she tells Vivica, "Cancel the transfer." Just do it. And Vivica's like, what are you talking about? She's like, just do it. I'll explain after you cancel. Versus like, let me tell you now really quick, then cancel. So she cancels, tell, tells Vivica what's up. Then Liam gets a notif notification that like the money's being transferred after all. And goes into meltdown mode. Right. And they kind of keep him at bay. Like they're calling, he's calling himself and they're kind of just like, Oh, like, I don't know oh. what happened. Yeah, let's we'll look into that. We'll call you back. Don't worry. 
I love it when, when Vivica answered the phone. She, Bridget Davis. <laughs> anyway. So then they call the cops. Yeah, and that's and, when Tracy and, Nelson shows up again. Right. And then, of course, this being a Lifetime movie, the Lifetime heroine is invited to go to her boss's house because I'd rather you not be alone, so come and spend the night at my house. And she says, no, you know, uh, a deranged woman is missing and may be dead. My friend's sideshow, Heather Gorini, might be dead, but I'm going to stay at home alone in my house. She feel- Even though there are fugitives yeah. out there. She literally said, yeah, I just feel like being alone. alone right now. I'm like, you're insane. But I love it, though. I'd rather, I'd rather be alone. It's like, uh, excuse me. So then, um, so, so then she's sleeping, right? She wakes up, and lo and behold... Who shows up? Harry. And then Harry has a monologue, right? This is where it's like I would have I would have gotten away from this if it wasn't for you damn kids monologue. Kind of, yeah. And then is this where they have the fight, her and Harry? Uh yeah. yes. <laughs> Get yeah, a little muddy at this it, point. Yeah. She runs away. No, she well she she runs. A, don't give up. She runs away, and she uh, she, oh, she calls. Starts calling nine one one, and then she she locks herself in a room. And those doors are solid, so he can't get through that. Right. Yeah. Right. But but then what happens after that? Because she opens the door because they end up fighting. Yeah, and she stabs him. Right. And I yeah. saw the stab coming. It was really obvious because not only did they show the butcher block of knives uh, fairly prominently in a shot. When they cut back to the butcher block of knives, there was one much bigger knife that didn't match the other knives that was sticking out really far. It's like, oh, they're going to grab that one and stab somebody. And sure enough, she grabbed it right away. Right. Um, yeah, what does she usually use those knives for? What, what is she cutting? An ox? Well, it is a restaurant, too, along yeah. with an office, a home. <laughs> it was also a knife factory. Oh, that's, that's true. Right. That's a butcher shop. Yeah. So, so then, I think around here, uh, Joey stops by. Like, uh, Joey stops by for no real yeah. reason. Like, he could have just called. He just stops by. Because he's hot. Just to add confusion. He's like, I just stopped by because I'm hot. So, so anyway, after she stabs him, she's talking to Vivica the next, you know, Vivica, and they're talking, and Vivica says, I guess you picked the wrong Prince Charming. Well, one thing's for sure. You picked the wrong Prince Charming. Exactly. DNA matched up with... These people who are involved in a heist in Vegas. I have a feeling, yeah. yeah. I have a feeling that we missed part of the final scene of this movie. Oh, really? The version of this movie, the, the final scene that we saw was very short, didn't even include Her- uh, Edward. It only had Liam in it. Trying right. to swindle more people out of money, so I think it, it probably cut that off. But you know, basic 
lifetime uh, epilogue where you know they cut to a a new location and new people are getting screwed over. And Liam's now, and now southern. Liam. Yeah. Yeah, he's a southern accent. He's he's uh, he's involved in another scam. Yeah. Now, what did happen to yeah. uh, the the prince? Is he the prince? He's still alive, right? But he's in jail. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know that he's in jail or dead. I like I I feel like he's probably still alive, probably probably swindling someone somewhere. We just we don't find out, and we also right. don't find out what happened to the poor dead. sap at the beginning of the movie. Right. Yeah. Well, he's probably Airbnb still. It's like all I did was Airbnb. Tracy my Nelson house. looks. Tracy Nelson looks sad to me. She's got like a sad look on her face. Well, she needs her. She shouldn't be sad. She needs her SAG hours for her insurance. We want to get her on the show also. So yes, I, Tracy, come. I think we're nice to her. Oh, we like we love Tracy Nelson here. Well, I was very happy to see her. I like that she looks sad. I like that layer. I was. I, yeah. I, oh, I was too. I was very excited. I, I was. I was like, oh my god, Tracy. Yeah. So, she's Jennifer from Square Pegs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we better enjoy the movies while we can because our Christmas viewing is right around the corner. Well, look, we had a couple winners last year from Lifetime, surprisingly. So I'm, yes. I'm not dreading it this year like I was last year. Uh, because actually, I still love the fact that Lifetime out Hallmark Hallmark. Same. <laughs> yeah. With the gay with the gay movie, which I love, the Fran Drescher one. Mm-hmm. Or President Fran Drescher. Our president. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, I hope there isn't a strike. Oh, that's right. Could be. Is there going to be a SAG strike too? Well, no, not SAG. It, but if IATSE strikes, that, that shuts down the entire industry anyway. Yeah, you can't cross the line. Oh, okay. You can't. You can't scab. Yes, that's true. So, you know, I won't. We shall see. From Detective Chinatown Two. Oh. Do you get I mean, like a ten cents or something? No, I got more than that. I got a d- decent amount of money. I told oh, you that story before. There you I, go. You know, Detective Chinatown 2. I show up. No, you did it. I said, show up the set. I'm going to be an extra. They made me a dancer. I danced. So then I got like a letter, like sometime later, and they said, all right, since you were, a, since, so apparently there was a controversy about this. So they had given me an upgrade, like retroactively gave me an upgrade. So they paid me, mm-hmm. instead of being an extra, they paid me as if I were a dancer. So uh-huh. I got paid like 900 bucks or something there just oh, the morning. And then I, and then I got a residual like this year. I got I got a like a decent check in the mail. This is it's one of the most successful movies of all time in China. So the movie's wow. like made money. It's made like over five hundred million dollars. So then that means that you could possibly get recognized in China. I'm. I recently watched the scene. I'm in it. I'm in the in there for a second. So I don't think anybody can recognize me. Well, but it doesn't matter. I got these residual. I got I got a decent residual check this year for this this movie. I was like, okay, sure. 
well, if you want to recognize me, you can look at my website at lescrookendallbarrett.com, or you can find me on Insta at Kirkendall. Jason. Please rate and review us on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. We would love your five-star reviews. It helps other people find us. Uh, we are all on Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcasts. I am on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. Kirk. Oh, I'm at KirkFitzpatrick.com. It's Kurt, K-U-R-T. And you can watch my uh, sketches I did probably like last year. And that's it. And I'm jet lagged. <laughs> so I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there, the Mercury retrograde lag on our show has been a little bit hard to keep a rhythm going today. Yeah. Right. But we'll fix it. Yeah. We'll fix it. Anyway, until we'll next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.